When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Please, take my hand. Now, open your mind to me. Please, open your mind. Open your mind. Open your mind. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB, Saturdays from 3 to 6. Here with my producer, Binkley. Binkley, do you know who that was at the open? My third hour open? Who was it? Did you hear it? Open your mind. Do you know who it is? No, I didn't hear it. Oh, it's you hear it all the time. Open your mind. Open your mind. It's not the Matrix? No, the second hour is the Matrix. Take the red pill. Is it the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes, yes. It's Total Recall. It's Quato, the mutant that lives in the belly of another mutant. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a chimera. Unfortunate place to live. Yeah, it's not good. He's not he's not happy. But he has psychic abilities. Anyway, I love these. I realize now I didn't mean for like all of these drops to be sci-fi, but I just love (laughs) sci-fi. And because sci-fi is probably what they call predictive programming, like they give it to you to get you used to the concepts, like Minority Report. Great, great movie. Gets you used to the idea of pre-crime. So uh, it always always tells you what's happening. And I always find that prescient, but of course, it's probably planned. Anyway, just love sci-fi. Can't help it. Um, but I'm going to take a call, and then I want to talk about red flag gun control from the right. I'm going to Richard in Norcross. Hi, Richard. You are on with Monica. Well, thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, another good movie is Deja Vu. Anyway, I don't know that one. Oh, that's with uh, Denzel Washington. Great. It. I've seen it a couple of times this past week. It's really good. Oh, I'm totally watching it ASAP. Thank okay. you. Um <laughs> And I've got more than one question, but the first one is, if there should be some investigations of, let's say, the upper echelon of the FBI, DOJ, Hillary, are there statute of limitations for some of the supposed rules, laws that have been, may have been broken? I think there's a statute of limitations on anything but murder. Well, yes, but I mean, is it, is... Is it too late? Is it too late? I don't know about that. I'm a little rusty on the specifics of those laws. I did go to law school, but I don't even know if I... You know, law school does not actually teach you laws. I understand. (laughs) You know? Um, So... Just just having the investigation and knowing the truth would be awesome. Obviously, if some of these uh, people could be... uh, go to prison, uh, because after the Nixon plumbers... Some of those people went to prison, and we haven't had anything from the Republican side like that for 40 years. Somebody needs to pay dearly for these kinds of supposed breaking of the laws. I think, yeah, I think that there's a kind of understanding. I read this about the 80s that going after uh, Reagan, the Reagan administration for Iran-Contra was considered not okay, like a total breach of protocol in Washington. And Mm -hmm. that's why 
they the Republicans went after Clinton for Whitewater or Vince Foster or Monica Lewinsky, whatever you want to say, is that it's just not done because, no, it's like Operation Fast and Furious. Everybody's hands were dirty in that. And, and so I wouldn't even trust an investigation. I wouldn't even trust that. Okay. Another, um, if this being a democracy slash republic, right. is there a rule, law, statute or whatever, or is it just understanding that if one person complains or one person says they are offended, it affects 330 million people. In other words, one father complained that his son or daughter was offended either by the uh, Pledge of Allegiance or prayer in church and therefore, I mean, uh, school, and therefore it's cut out for 300 million people. I, mean, I that's, Yeah, that's I, think, I think that the... The First Amendment is overread when it comes to religion, that it, it says very clearly, unlike in basically <clears throat> the rest of the Bill of Rights, it says very clearly, Congress shall make no law establishing religion. I always have the Constitution <laughs> in like within arm's reach. Uh, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. It says Congress shall make no law. Now, the 14th Amendment says, uh, I think the 14th Amendment is what makes laws in the Constitution apply to states. Uh, you, you know, it says, shall the, any, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, uh, nor deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. Um, I think it's read that, that states can't violate the First Amendment, even though it is very clear to me that it is strictly applying to Congress. So... I think it's a state's rights issue. I think it's a 10th Amendment issue. It's called the police powers. I think all that stuff should be a state's issue or even smaller than that. What you get, the reason those things are problems is that we have all these public spaces and public, like public school, all this stuff that's considered public, public square, all this stuff should be addressed at the very local level, the subsidiary, it's called subsidiarity. So the family, the church, the community, whatever you're engaged in, your apartment complex, if you guys want rules, you do it the way you want to. And and you don't have to make these blanket rules for everyone. And once you start uh, making these rules, then everyone has to agree on everything, which is why you want it at the state level and not at the federal level. So like the gay marriage thing, it wouldn't have mattered, except for then you have anti-discrimination laws, which means that you can or cannot discriminate against certain people or make certain restrictions for adoptions. So everyone has to agree on everything when the government decides that uh, something's a protected class or whatever. So that's why I think that the libertarian view, and it's even a Catholic thing, that subsidiarity should be the rule. Always do the closest to home as you possibly can. Uh, that is, so, oh my gosh, that leads directly into that clip seven of Lindsey Graham. So last night we opened this, uh, we started talking about Lindsey Graham and the red flag laws where if there's a red flag thrown up, if somebody accuses somebody else of having a mental problem, the law enforcement, 
law enforcement or their family and friends, maybe, or anybody can can go to a judge and ask for that person's uh, rights to be abridged, abrogated, <laughs> an articulate caller said last night. So, so I'm talking about how you want the states to be in control. And you might have, you might recall when, when the states used highway funds, the feds used highway funds to force every state to adopt a 21 year old drinking age. And Lindsey Graham tells us that's what he's trying to do with this red flag laws because there isn't an appetite. I mean, this is not a guy. This is a guy who's clearly pushing an agenda down and not responding to the people he's supposed to be representing. So I want to talk about this whole thing, and I actually want to play every one of the clips I have of his. This is the longest. Let's start with this, and then we'll get uh, to more as the show progresses. But this is clip seven, Binkley. Once the right to own a gun under the Second Amendment with mental health issues that are far too prevalent in society and we do not have enough capability to deal with the problem and there are times like in the Parkland case where if the law enforcement community had these tools they could intervene and they could do something about it and my hope is that what we will do up here in Washington is I think passing a federal law is probably beyond what the market will bear but create an incentive at the federal level for states who want to go down this road, making sure that the laws are meaningful and that there's due process for the due process for the people who may be on the, the the in the court situation, but try to give a nod to the states that this is working in some states. Come up with an idea that's unique to your state, and if you do it in a certain way, uh, the federal government will incentivize you. And I think that's the best way, at least initially, to solve this problem. I have a few things to say about that. First of all, if you think when people say, oh, there's a conspiracy that they are crazy, you are crazy. He's doing this is what he's doing in public. He's talking about manipulating legislatures of the state with federal incentives, whatever he could mean by that laws, money, whatever. If you don't think that they're coming out with much more sophisticated stuff behind the scenes, there were. Definitely more intense, more detailed, more telling hearings or meetings or conferences behind the scenes before he came out with this. This is very planned out. This is something that he's talking about comes out of Parkland, which was a year ago. And who knows what was the backstory of that, really? Because he's saying they, if they had only had these tools, then they could have stopped Parkland. Dean, uh, the aforementioned tweet, tweeted to me right away last night when I played this on the air that... Graham misses that, in fact, they did have the tools, and I believe that one of the families is suing because, for damages because they did not. They, they, it was dereliction of duty, I guess, or I don't know what the actual charge. And then, and this, be aware, he's like, there's due process. Mike Pence said the same thing. We'll have due process. It's not due process. There's going to be a process. But the process that is due to you is in the Constitution, is in the Bill of Rights. Look at what the process is that is due to you. And I would say it is that your rights, your liberties, your property, your life, none of that can be imposed upon without a jury trial. First a grand jury, maybe, and then a jury trial. 
of your peers. So it's not do it is not the process that is due. It is just process. And that can be anything, especially if it the process is law enforcement can appeal to a judge and that's enough to disarm you. And and who knows what you know, they, what if they have an agenda? Which of course is the point here. I want to dig into this a little bit more. Eight hundred WSB talk, you can tweet at me at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. Bring big drama show. Let's go. Let's do it. <laughs> On News 955 at AM seven fifty WSB. I have a prize pack for you. The American Crawl Space Solutions Weekend Prize Pack is a pair of tickets to see Brian Adams on his Shine a Light World Tour. Saturday, May 11th at Amaris Bank Amphitheater in Alpharetta. Tickets are on sale now at LiveNation.com. First person to call 404-741-0750 gets that prize pack. I was a little distracted, though, because I thought I just saw a headline flash that it is Pet Adoption Day at the Governor's Mansion. Is that today that would be pretty cool i can't go to those things though (laughs) because i would come home with a puppy (laughs) and i definitely can't take my kids because they would badger me nonstop for like every one of the puppies anyway so uh i want to oh let me do i have enough time i don't i david you uh I'll have to hang on. He wants to talk about modern monetary theory. I'm going to see if he can do it. Can you do it in 30 seconds, David? 30 seconds? I can do it it quickly. It's a scary thing that they really believe. It's, you know, kind of like quantitative easing on steroids. But if if you think about it, everything that the far left says makes perfect sense. If the government can just print unlimited money and they think we're just holding out on them and not letting them do it. Out of evil. You have to. I'm sorry. Out of evil, just out of evil. Like there's yeah, a just pile of free money. <laughs> it, it, exactly. And they do believe that you have to have taxes to stave off inflation. But they essentially believe that since it's a fiat currency, there's nothing stopping the government. Ooh. Oh, sorry, David. Sorry. I'm going to uh, to a hard break. Um, I'll rebut after that. It's This is Monica Perez. They think they control the galaxy. I disagree. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. David, before the break, pointed out that this modern monetary theory, which I mentioned in passing because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or Sandy from the Block, mentioned uh and she doesn't say she's in my opinion she's a very created person like stacy abrams she's there to play a role for the elite she's whatever uh so i shouldn't have taken it lightly and i haven't really dug into that theory it's about spent you can use everything you can government spending can come out of printing money and that's that's a way to really enforce wealth inequality because asset values go up while wages remain flat. So you, unless you own stuff, you can't withstand that kind of inflation. But then David was saying they also tax you. So they really control, I imagine, uh, the structure of society. I think I ought to dig into that a little bit, maybe give myself a special assignment and come back with that. I can't, uh, I just don't know enough about it. But I'm glad David alerted us that it's something that we should keep our eyes out for. 
what, what to watch out for. So I do want to play these clips of Lindsey Graham, but yeah, let's do it. Let's do, this is what he talks about the red flag laws. Um, maybe let's define it. Okay. Let's do clip four. Is it, can I ask for them out of order? Give me clip four, Binkley. Did I throw you off? Going to come take your guns? And the answer is no. Nobody's going to come and take a gun from you. But there will be a process for law enforcement and family members uh, to petition a court to say that somebody in your neighborhood or somebody down the street across town is about to blow. But they do take your guns. They definitely do. And, uh, and and here's the thing. This kind of stuff does not happen overnight like that. There's there's always a long trail. And that is what what happened with this Parkland case, which they're using as the launching off point. And this is why I go down the, the rabbit hole. You hear them plotting to force these policies down our throat that we don't want. And then you see these stories come out. They never or rarely have, if ever, a absolute 100% open trial like OJ, where you can watch them. Let's watch this kid's trial on TV. I'd like to see it. And I would like to really understand it because I don't believe what they tell us about these stories that they end up using to serve policy purposes. I just feel like they spin it. Uh whatever the actual facts are they'll pick and choose from in order to support what they've already got in the hopper. I mean, didn't Biden say that he composed the USA Patriot Act and, but it didn't, it couldn't get passed before nine 11. I mean, they're waiting, they're laying in wait for a good crisis or even provoking one who knows. So, uh, I, so I was saying earlier before the break that they talk about there's always that he and Mike Pence are both like there's going to be due process. Let's let's actually play the Mike Pence one. Like this is this is Trump and Mike Pence a year ago, right after the Parkland thing. It might have when you're in a state of shock, these things go over your head, but they get embedded in your psyche. Let's listen to it with a clearer head. This is the Trump Pence back and forth. Which clip? <clears throat> this is clip one. It should be. Do you see it? Oh, you don't have it written out. Sorry. The focus is to literally give families and give local law enforcement additional tools if an individual is reported to be a, a potential danger to themselves or others. Allow due process so that no one's rights are trampled, but, but the ability to go to court, obtain an order, and then collect not only the firearms, but any any weapons in the possession or of that Mike, individual. Or take the firearms first and then go to court, because that's another system, because a lot of times by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures, uh, I like taking the guns early, like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida. He had a lot of firearms, they saw everything. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process second. You gotta wonder if Trump is really that, that aw shucks about this. What, what, did I say something wrong? What? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, 
No, no, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Let's take the guns. Let's do the due process after. Let's take the rights. I mean, I think they wrote it wrong (laughs) in the Bill of Rights because, you know, it says something a little bit different. But you know what? You know what? This is compromise. You got (laughs) to wing these things sometimes. I mean, is this guy for real? Uh, You don't have to answer that question. Definitely opposes what Mike Pence was talking about in that moment. He opposes? It it was definitely seemed uh, uh, the opposite of what Mike Pence was saying. But it wasn't. It was one-upping Mike Pence. Yeah. Mike Pence was like, let's... Let's set up a see, and and this was my point actually. I was sidetracked. Mike Pence was saying there's due process, not due process. I love what Pliskin tweeted me about Thomas Saz, the libertarian psychiatrist, who points out what was so obvious. I actually personally had a, um, my family had this experience. My sister is very tragic. I'm not gonna get into it, but she was committed, forcibly committed, and it was really. You know, you can look at it as a philosophical crisis. When I was in the moment, she was clearly too ill, in my opinion, to, like, she was in the right place. But it's, so what was the answer? Like, I didn't know what the answer was there. It's so obvious. This guy said, you should have a trial, a jury decide. And maybe you don't have, I don't know what the method, you know, what could satisfy that kind of due process. But I believe it needs to be your peers needs to be your peers. You cannot give the authority to the state to take away any of your liberties or property even. I'm not even a fan of eminent domain. So it's not due process. It's just a process. (laughs) And it's not a process I approve of. So did we do, yeah, did we do clip two where, where Lindsey Graham says what the process would be? Let's hear clip two. This hearing today is to examine red flag laws for uh, lack of a better term. We're trying to identify people in our communities that are exhibiting uh, pretty extreme behavior in terms of mental health issues where they become a danger to themselves and others and allow law enforcement and sometimes family members to go to a court to say this person needs some help and we need to stop violence before it occurs. Uh, there'll be a robust due process component. We'll have a witness to talk about the kind of due process you need to make such a determination. Yeah, well, let's hear the details, buddy. The kind of due, we'll figure out the kind of due we'll process Don't worry need. about that. What Trump said. Let's do it. I, I think we can all just take Trump's word for, you know, let him figure it out. Due process, schmoo process. Exactly. And we, you know, it's just, it's this concept pre-crime. I don't know if you've heard about this. You want to, you want to stop the crime before the crime happens. Oh, it sounds like some smart policing. It could be. It As could opposed be. to it, what they were previously doing. I don't know. You know, um, one thing I forgot to mention is that we're going to need uh, cameras everywhere all the time in people's bedrooms, the bathrooms. And you know what? That's okay because with the tran- transgender bathroom thing, everybody wants cameras and bathrooms now, right? So we just need 100% surveillance all the time or we're not going to be able to to do these pre-crime things. So he... It's, they... He talks about crazy things, too, in that clip. There's a lot in that clip. One of the things that I noticed about... and And we heard earlier where he said... Each state should do his own laws. Well, Colorado has one of these coming down the pipe, and it says, and and it's not P 
people on the verge of doing crazy things, ready to blow. It's a judge has to decide if there's a preponderance of the evidence, which is a very low bar, that a person could harm him or himself or be a significant risk if he has firearms. But I mean, I would say there's a large proportion of the population who thinks firearms are the significant risk. There was a story speaking of that about saying that Alex Jones admitted that he it was psychosis that caused him to question Sandy Hook. I think that what? they could start using if people believe in conspiracy theories. Oh, absolutely. I actually had that in my notes that what is mental illness? They're they're equating. They we read an article we were you and I were tweeting about um a British study that that says Conspira- people who are prone to conspiracy theories are also prone to petty crime. They yeah. happen to have a disposition. And I was really working hard. It's actually virtually impossible to get that study. I had to like take screenshots of it because it's it may be correlated, but I can tell you the more a person goes through the the absolute highest levels of education, the more committed they are to the structure of society as it is. And, and the also, less likely they are to commit petty crimes. True. Yes, that's very true. Major crimes, yes. They're more, probably more likely to commit a major crime, Jeffrey Epstein style, but a petty crime, no. Yeah. You could also look at people who've committed crimes and go into their background and find a conspiracy theory that they once believed in because everybody has believed in one at some point in time. Because everyone has witnessed one, especially a petty thief. Hey, you go around the back. And I'll go in the front. That's a conspiracy to commit a crime. They know it's true. Yeah. There's a, a, a many different, but you could also say they're a criminal lunatic because conspiracy theories indicate <laughs> criminal, dangerous criminals and lunacy. And as the um, anti defamation league guy said when he was giving that award to Tim Cook, he's helping us stamp out dangerous anti government conspiracy theories. The founders were the biggest government conspiracy theorists. What do you think the Bill of Rights is about? Because the government is going to conspire to use trumped up charges to silence us politically. That is read the Bill of Rights. It's all about keeping the government from putting you in jail for having political views. So that's why people are like, of course, rightly defensive of the Second Amendment. But I don't think that's what. I think if it comes down to that, it might be too darn late. What I want to defend are the Fifth and Sixth Amendments. Yeah. And crackdowns on conspiracy beliefs and questioning are going to increase as we get closer to a war. Well, you did make that point when we got purged from WordPress, and I agree with it totally. Because if you if you don't realize it, thousands of people, if, I, if I'm estimating correctly, got purged from WordPress. And the... And the and, the theme was not terrorism or hate. The theme was questioning anomalous facts, questioning facts that were truly anomalous with that did not fit into the official narrative of events, real facts in evidence. It was absolutely they they actually it seems to me they targeted the people who made the most sense. Not the loons, because you can find like really crazy stuff. A lot of anti-Semitic stuff survived the purge. A lot of real, like Michelle Obama's a man, you know, like stuff like that. <laughs> people, some people are saying she is a man. <laughs> I don't. She has children who look like her. But um, 
That stuff, survive, like I find stuff that's absolutely, like Kamala Harris is Jesse Smollett's aunt because Jesse Smollett's mother's last name was Harris. Right. But, like, no, Ka- Kamala Harris. I looked, it was very clear, that it's a crystal clear she's not related to him in the f- most cursory investigation. No, but she is in the Knights Templar. Well, you don't know she's in the Knights Templar, but she has she has associates who are Knights Templar. What is that episode number? Can you tell? I can tweet it. All right. So we Binkley uncovered some crazy stuff, of course, gets no press, uh, but it's not going to make our conspiracy theories look valid. They're going to make them look kooky, but you got to listen to it because it is kooky and maybe it's out there to make stuff that isn't evidence sound kooky you know i just i never know that's what i'm saying like the stuff that's out there now is i believe primarily there to discredit people who don't believe official narratives let's wrap it up after the break we probably got uh, another um tweet or clip to to kind of put the cherry on top this is monica perez monica perez don't hate the player hate the game son on news 95.5 at am 750 wsb we're wrapping it up i mean to tell you i love that wsb lets us post this show commercial free we do it on wednesdays and we're also uh making thursday the day that we release a podcast so that's two hour and a half shows that you can get uh it's the propaganda report on Libsyn or iTunes, um, a lot of different podcast outlets. So check that out. We'll be back next Saturday from three to six. And I want to play one last clip from this uh, Lindsey Graham thing. Play clip three. One of the reasons we're having this hearing is because of Senator Blumenthal. Nobody has been more passionate about trying to find a solution. Uh, It's not the solution that he would prefer sometimes. It's just doing something rather than doing nothing. Dude, that is the most terrifying (laughs) philosophy of government I've ever heard in my life. It's better to do just do something rather than nothing. I mean, we have power. We might as well use might might not be what you want, what anybody wants, but just do something. <laughs> I mean, I just what, what does they say about Batman? Not the superhero we d- deserve, the one, but the one we need. Desire, need. I yeah, don't know. So that, that's what that reminded on, me of. On that deep thought. Until <laughs> next time. Thanks, Finkley. This is Monica Perez. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.